Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Good morning. If you'll kindly turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 12 this morning, a message entitled, Burning the Mid-Eye Oil. Have you ever fixated on something, like, so the, to the point where you just can't sleep? Maybe you were excited about something that was going to happen real soon, like your birthday or something, or maybe you were stressed to the max about something that was going on in your life, and so all night long you're, you're, you're not able to, to sleep, but when you do sleep, you have dreams, maybe dreams, maybe nightmares about what you're fixated on. I used to have a job that I fixated on. I was working for the sugar factory. Actually, I was doing harvest, and it wasn't visions of sugar plums dancing in my head. That's not what it was about, but it was, it was just a long day. It was a long season. It was usually started in September and went into October and into November, maybe, but it was seven days a week, and it was 12 hours a day on a beat stacker and that's what I worked on was the beat stacker and and so our job all day long was to back trucks up to this thing and they dumped their load into the hopper which would carry it up a conveyor belt about 20 25 feet in the air and then just dump them on this pile and we'd back up and it just keep dumping beets on the pile and just these huge huge sugar beets and I don't know they're they're probably sweet but I, I heard you get like a, a tablespoon of sugar out of a beet that big anyway I would stack beets for in freezing cold weather, you know, we'd, I'd wear multiple layers. The wind would blow. It was southeast Idaho, Paul, Idaho. The wind would blow incessantly, and so as the sand and, and dust blew against your clothes, I remember one time I went to zip up my pants, and they ripped all the way to my knee because it just disintegrates your clothes, ruins your zippers. It's just a crazy situation. It was a great job because I got a witness to all the guys on the rig, but I would go home, an hour drive home to Pocatello. I would eat. I'd go to bed, and all night long, I would dream about stacking beets. 12 hours a day, at least probably seven hours of dreaming a night about stacking beets. It was just one of those things, consumed with it. Now, I've been consumed with that, and I'm also consumed about good things. Sometimes, you know, if I'm going to be speaking at a conference or something like that, and, you know, it's just a real privilege to go and to do that, and so I'm kind of excited about it, and I'll, I'll think about all night long, I'll think about what I'm going to say. And oftentimes, my greatest inspiration comes either in the middle of the night or, or when I'm waking up in the morning. I, I get these, these flashes of inspiration. And so th- it's fixating on good things. And I'm sure there's been times in your life where you fixated on something, whether stressful or whether exciting. Maybe you were getting married and you couldn't sleep the night before. But one thing that we're encouraged to be consumed with is the coming of the Lord. And, and, and to think about that and to be in our lives being consumed with Jesus could come at any minute. Oh, that's something to fixate about. I mean, tell me, what problem in your life right now would not be solved 
with Jesus coming back. It's a pretty, pretty exciting thing. So we're going to be looking at this preoccupation that Jesus encourages us to have. If you're able, will you stand? Luke chapter 12, verse 35, is where we got down to. We're just going through the Bible verse by verse, and we find ourselves in Luke 12, 35, and he writes by the Holy Spirit, just recording Jesus' words. Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning, and you yourselves be like men who wait for their master when he will return from the wedding, that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Assuredly, I say to you that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and come and serve them. And if he should come in the second watch or come at the third watch and find them so, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming in an hour you do not expect. Then Peter said to him, Lord, do you speak this parable only to us or to all the people? And the Lord said, Who then is a faithful and wise steward, whom his master will make ruler over his household to give them their portion of food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find doing when he comes. Truly I say to you, that he will make him a ruler over all that he has. But if that servant says in his heart, my master is delaying in his coming, and begins to beat the male and female servants and to eat and drink and be drunk, the master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him in an hour when he is not aware and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant who knew his master's will and did not prepare himself or do according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. But he who did not know, yet committed things deserving of stripes, shall be beaten with few. For everyone to whom much is given, from him much will be required. And to him who much has been committed of him, they will ask the more. And so, Jesus, we just lay this passage of Scripture before you this morning. And I just pray, Father, that you would speak to us. The Holy Spirit, that you would enlighten us as we just look at your word and we process it, Lord, that it would make application within our lives and that we would be able to take the things that you have written here for our learning to be able to take them and to use them for your glory and your purpose, Lord, in our lives. So, Lord, I pray that this would be practical. I pray that this would be helpful, Lord, and that you would just open our hearts to hear what the Spirit is saying. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Last time Jesus talked to us about the foolish man who was consumed with his life, with no thought of God, consumed with his life, consumed with his business dealings, not consulting God and believing that he could build bigger barns because he had such a bumper crop. But remember, God said to him, tonight your life will be required of you. And Jesus goes on to tell us not to worry about food or, or clothing or riches, but instead that we should trust the Lord. And he warned us about being covetousness. So, so what should we be consumed with? We're not going to be consumed with this life. He says, don't worry about this life. What should we be consumed with? Not so much worried about. Hopefully we're not worried about it. But what should we be consumed with? And that is the coming of the Lord. In verse 35, he says, Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. This is where I got the message, the message title, Burning the Midnight Oil. 
I was actually burning the midnight oil when I put the graphic together. And as I was hurrying, and I, I had 15 minutes to find a picture and to put it on the, usually I you know, spend a couple hours you know, looking for the right graphics or making something. And, and this time I just threw it in there and, and I, I had two ends in burning. Or three ends actually, as B-U-R-N-N-I-N-G. How embarrassing. But anyway, that's what happens when you burn the midnight oil, right? And so I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, what does this mean to keep your lamps burning? Well, the, the idea there is it's kind of a euphemism. Jesus is saying, be on alert. That's what this means in Jesus' day was keep your lamps burning. It means burn the midnight oil, watch and wait, and be ready to move. That's what it means to gird yourself. It means to take the back of your robe. You know, there were robes in those days. To take the back of your robe, pull it up over the front, tuck it in your belt so your legs are free so that you can run. And, and that's what they would do is they'd gird their loins, is what they called it. They'd pull their, their skirt up or their robe up, and then they would be able to run, kind of like wearing shorts and having the freedom to do that. And so the idea is to have this readiness for what? Well, what Jesus is going to be talking to them about is something that we've talked about in the past. And if you've seen the movie Before the Wrath, you kind of understand what this is about. But what he's talking about is this idea of the Galilean wedding feast. Something that just more recently, probably within the last 20 years, was really unpacked. You know, our archaeologists like Jay McCarl and others who have done the work to really study these things out and figure out what is Jesus talking about in so many of these passages that just seem so strange. Some of the weird things that he says that seem illogical even, that he's referring to this, this specifically Galilean tradition of the wedding. Now, they didn't do weddings like we do. You know, it's very different. They would actually, the, the man who wanted to marry his bride would gather together, save up, and, and get a dowry. Whether it was, you know, some very expensive, some gold and silver or some, some very expensive oils, or if it was 10 cows or something like that. You know, he would, he would gather together a dowry, which would be the bride price, and he would bring that to the father of the bride. And, and if the father of the bride said, it looks good, then they would go to the city gate where the elders sat and where the, basically the judges of the community sat. And they'd put up a hoopah, which was kind of a little covering that they'd, you know, kind of like a pop-up tent, kind of that thing with four guys on each corner holding it up. And they'd walk underneath it, kind of that's where the covenant's taking place. And he would say, this is my, my bride price. And what the bride price was, was a dowry. Now, if you understand a dowry, a dowry was what she would live on if he were to die. So this is going to be held in trust by her parents. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991. Or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.